It's the Sagabit Swing and Report Show. Get ready for Saga news and commentary with your hosts, George and Barry. Hello and welcome to the 52nd episode of the Sagabit Swinging Report Show. It's been a while, but we're back. I'm Barry, and with me is George. Hello. This is going to be an intimate episode, right? A very intimate episode. There's uh, there's no one with us today, though we we are we do have some. Uh, what's that? What's that phrase? We have some. Uh, what's the phrase? I don't even know what you're thinking of. It was something in the fire. We have we have our. Uh, we got things planned. In any yeah. case, <laughs> it's been a while, like I said, but uh, a lot of a lot of shit went down. Uh, a lot of good stuff, actually. It's been a good, I'd say it's been a good month. But uh, before we get into that, let's say what we've been up to and what we've been playing. Uh, I've been up to uh, trying to create artwork, apparently, because uh, I have a class where we're doing uh, lithographs. Mm-hmm. And I'm not very into the process because I hate the idea of, of drawing on stones. But I've been trying to catch up on my work because I'm way behind because I'm too t- I'm I'm the type of person that like I have to like a piece of work before I put it on a stone and mm-hmm. that class is about just printing it's like oh just scribble on it he doesn't care but yeah. I'm not like that so everybody's producing like 15 pieces of work and I'm like barely on my third <laughs> <laughs> so I have to like catch up and I've been doing that and it's taking forever and it it's takes for- those- what happened is this the same as screen printing? Not really. It's like uh, the, the way they – it's more about paper and the way they used to do like uh, how they – we're doing like reproducing artwork basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember animation cells. They do lithographs and it would just be like a reproduction of a famous scene in like a cartoon or something. Yeah, the, the teacher in the class is like really into lithographs. So like I can't just tell him, oh, I fucking hate this shit. This is fucking stupid because like, he'll fucking just go off on me. Because uh, he, on his car, his license plate is Litho Man. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, he like loves lithographs. Like I even took a picture of his car, like, and it, of the license plate. I couldn't believe it. And uh, so I, I mean, I like his passion, I guess, for the subject. Like it's always cool having a teacher that's actually passionate with their teaching. Because I I, I think I had him for a digital uh, digital art or something like that, just like Photoshop. And he hates mm-hmm. Photoshop. He fucking hated it. Like, he was a terrible teacher. He's like, ah, this is bullshit. This is all bullshit. And he would get up on the on the stage and he would talk, but he would be all like, it's bullshit. It, so he pretty much shot, showed us how to, like, take a drawing and, like, fix it on Photoshop, even though uh-huh. I, already, I already knew that. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing that. Uh, I'm trying to catch up on uh, games. I've been trying to play uh, Typing of the Dead, but haven't really had time. I have it on my Steam though list. That's cool. And I'm I'm addicted to that free to play game of League of Legends. Oh, I man. wish I wasn't. I wish I wasn't. That you game's sell like, out. That, that that game's like crack. I swear. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. What have you cool. been up to, Barry? I have uh, not been up to much. It's been Halloween, so I've been watching uh, a lot of scary movies all past month. Which ones? Uh, I was I was watching all the Child's Play movies. Oh, the second one's the best one, dude, because of the, I love the, the Toy Factory. One. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. And uh, what else did I watch? Um, I watched a lot of the old stuff, a lot of the black and white Universal monster movies. They have those um, on Netflix, don't they? Yeah, they got a few of them. I watched Spanish Dracula. 
Spanish which, Dracula. Yeah, it's really good. It was um, when they when they closed down the English set at night, uh, a whole Spanish crew would come in to the Universal lot and they would shoot the same film at night because um, when films went from silent to uh, talkies, they kind of shot themselves in the foot because with silent films, you can sell those anywhere because there's no dialogue. But with the as soon as they started doing you know dialogue, they couldn't sell the films to you know Mexico because they couldn't understand them. So it uh, it was really good. I liked it. It was it was pretty cool. So it was it silent? It was a silent picture. No, no, no. It was uh, talky. But with Mexican people. Yeah. So they said they talk like, "Oi, mira el espanto." Well, the first thing Dracula said was "Soy Dracula." That works. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy that played the Spanish uh, Dracula was pretty good. Yeah, he was pretty good. He had goofy eyes, which was kind of funny, but uh, he was creepy. He was a creep. That's my favorite and, type uh, of Let's see what else. Just, uh, yeah, Carved Pumpkins, Ate Candy. I haven't really been playing many games up until this last week because I've been, uh, I don't know. It's like when a new game's coming out that I really want to play, I just kind of don't play other ones because I just, like, when I'm playing them, I'm like, man, I could be playing the new game. And so I just, I don't know if you know how that is. but Yeah, uh, I know exactly how that is. It's like you have... Yeah. The worst part is when you when you're looking forward to a game and then you get it, then you put it off for like a couple of weeks to play it, and you're like, yeah, "Why did right. I do that?" <laughs> I did that with Binary Domain. I was like, "Day one, I'm gonna get it," and then I couldn't play it for a while and felt yeah, bad. That's the worst. But uh, no, the game I was looking forward to was uh, Sonic Lost World. Mainly, I mean, obviously, I like the Sonic games, but because I bought a Wii U and I've had it for a month. I haven't really bought any games for it because, to be honest, there aren't that many good games out. So you had you you had a I bet I bet what so you just had the Wii U sitting there in your living room and you're like one day. <laughs> well, I was doing a lot of stuff on Miiverse and I was playing the pack in uh, uh, Zelda game, which, to be fair, I've never played before, so I was enjoying it. But it definitely feels like an HD remastering of an old game. It's not like you're like, oh my god, I'm experiencing a brand new Wii U game. That's actually uh, one of my favorite Zelda games, even though obviously there, it has its flaws. But I really like the art style, even though it's nothing obviously nothing new. But I mm-hmm. think it looks really nice. I mean, compared to the 3D Zelda games, I actually prefer the cartoon look. No, I like it too. I, I'm looking forward to getting back into it after I finish Sonic up. So um, what's your initial thoughts of Sonic? Or is that one of the topics that we shouldn't talk that's, about? That's one of the topics, but I... Uh, I have I've played through all of the 3DS version and I'm about halfway a little over halfway through the um, Wii U version and so far 3DS version I'm liking it more than Generations 3DS but um, it's not as solid a game as the uh, like Rush titles where you you know what you're getting into it's more like you'll get into a stage and you'll go oh it's it's a gimmicky stage or you'll get into another stage and you're like oh this is awesome you know yeah. Um, I guess the term is a mixed bag. Uh, as for the Wii U version, I'm liking it a little bit more than Sonic Colors, uh, but not as much as Sonic Generations, but I'll get into that. We'll get into so, that later. We don't want to spoil that. Oh, no, that's the main event, because, you know, everyone in America, we're, we're, the, we're the last people to play the game, so everyone else has already formed an opinion. Yeah, so now you're going to hear our late opinion. Oh, my God. Well, Barry's late opinion. I haven't even played the game. Yeah, you. Yeah, I, I don't have a Wii U, and I don't know if I want to buy one. Yeah, you'll get one in a bargain bin in a month. Oh, when it, it, Nintendo goes out. Of actually, business. that's what you should talk about. What's your initial reactions of the Wii U, the console itself, as a Sega fan? 
Um, I, I, it's, I think it's, uh, nice to see, like get a new console and there's all these really quirky kind of features to it. I think a lot of modern consoles are kind of missing out on that. And it was something that Sega kind of did. I wouldn't say what Nintendo does is similar to what Sega does, but, um, it's just, it's nice to have a console that's just all about games and fun. And it's not like they're shoving entertainment down my throat and like watch videos, stream movies, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I like the Miiverse stuff. Um, I haven't really seen it implemented as well as I wish it was, but I think I liked how Zelda, you could like send notes to people in bottles and uh, in the Sonic one, you can share items, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, overall, it's like it's the hardware is all right. It's I don't feel like I'm playing a next gen console. I feel like I have a second Xbox 360 sitting under my TV. But um, have you? Uh, oh yeah. So like when you, okay, you 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 gamed on the 360, and now you're gaming on the Wii U. Like when you play them, mm-hmm. you're like, man, the 360 did this, and the Wii U doesn't do this. Have you ever thought of, like, is there anything like that where you're like, come on, Nintendo, that's it's obvious you could have done this. Um, I feel, you know, I can't really think of much. I think maybe adding friends was a lot easier on the on the 360, and communicating with them was. Um, but outside of that, oh, in the store, I like the store a lot more on the 360. It's a lot more, you know, you can get directly to the games. In the yeah. Wii U, you have to go into the eShop, and you're in the eShop, whereas... On the Xbox 360, you, like a click away, you could be looking at a game's details and buy it. That's something that uh, Microsoft's always done well, like mm-hmm. the store and their like friends list, like like communicating with each other. That's always what the 360 that generation was known for. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I feel uh, like on the 360, I could just get a group of friends and we could start chatting. Yeah, uh, not that I do that too often, but I feel like I could. Whereas on the Wii U, I'm like. I'm stuck. I, I can't really have a chat with people. I have to go into this little Miiverse setting. Um, it's not like their little uh, notifications pop up. I also miss having uh, achievements. I know a lot um, of people say that that ruined the generation, but honestly, to me, it, it felt like uh, you buy a game and then you beat all the tasks in the game, but there's also these other little tasks that go on your profile. Mm-hmm. basically like little badges of honor and i don't think that, that's bad i think it made a lot of people this generation uh i mean this last generation now since we're four days away from re- when we're recording that's the, crazy um they made them play more games like a lot of people just buy games and not really play them but then they saw those achievement scores and they're like well i'm gonna try to beat my friends so they all try to play the same game and i think they're expanding on that next generation with the whole recording and streaming now mm-hmm so I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think Nintendo should probably add that. I don't think it would hurt mm-hmm. anybody. But um, I, I feel like I'm playing the Wii that I wanted. You know what I mean? If that makes yeah. sense, it's like what I wish the Wii was when it first came out, and it's it does feel like it's too little, too late for Nintendo, in my opinion. Um, I know people have compared the Wii U to the Dreamcast, and I th- I don't think it's an apt comparison. Do uh, you think the software title is anywhere near the Dreamcast? At least oh, when it was no. active. No, I, th- I think the Dreamcast had a much stronger library. Um, when you look at between, just looking at the American dates, 99 to 2001, there are a load of great games. Whereas I feel like with the Wii U, we're, what, a year in now? 
Yeah, it's going to be you. And all I can think of, there's a 2D Mario game. I like the Sonic game. Uh, and there's there's a Mario game on the horizon that I'm looking forward to. But outside of that, there isn't that much. I, th- I think the problem with it is they haven't gotten, I guess what they, they call it nowadays is a triple-A title. They haven't mm-hmm. gotten that game where you're like, I need that game. Yeah. And, and with it, the Dreamcast, too, I think a lot of people were excited. They saw it and they're like, oh, my God, look at these. They're 3D graphics, but I don't feel like, you know, um, I'm hindered by them, like on the N64 or the PlayStation. Like, I feel like it's really, we're finally there where you can play a 3D game and really get immersed in it. Whereas now it's, you look at the Wii U and it's it's just a little, a slightly better than the Xbox. And I I hesitate to say it's better than the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 3, even though I know on paper it it is, right? I think, I don't even know. Like, they... I haven't really looked up looked it up, but I, people were saying that it it, sh- it should be twice as good as the 360. But none of the games they've released have shown that at all. No, I haven't. I mean, I've been I've played Red Dead Redemption, and I mean I haven't seen anything on the Wii U that blows me away like that did. Like, yeah, I've Red seen... Dead Redemption that was a ridiculous like looking game. Yeah. Like some of the scenery on the game was like straight be- like the most beautiful thing like the sunsets and everything. Mm-hmm. And considering mm-hmm. it's an open world game. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I bought it, but I bought it because I wanted to play uh, the new Sonic games, the next Mario game, and Bayonetta 2. And I thought that that alone was worth it, and there are other games coming out. So it's, it's one of those consoles where it's, it's more about the, the quality of the titles to come. Uh, but even then, I don't think they justify the pro- getting one, personally. So- you get it, you give it a, a a no even though you own it and, and pretty much you like it <laughs> like you're like I like the console but I wouldn't buy it again. I say if like if you can say like yeah I really I really want to try that new Sonic game I definitely want to get Mario 3D Worlds and Bayonetta 2 then I think it's worth it. But um, that's the one thing I do not understand about Nintendo like their fans when they defend the Wii U it's always a uh, but this is the only gaming only console but yet. Their gaming library isn't that impressive being a year in. Yeah, yeah. So until they start delivering games that are worth it, I think when Smash Bros. starts coming around, I think sales will pick up, and I think third-party support will pick up, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Hopefully Bayonetta does well, because I haven't really heard anything about Wonderful 101 selling that great. Oh, God, I completely forgot about that game. See how bad they're doing with advertising that? Yeah. yeah. I, I need to pick it up still. That was on my list, too. It looks like a good game, but it's like, I don't know. It's hard to advertise a, a weird Japanese game like that. Yeah. Well, Black Friday, it's uh, Toys R Us. It's buy one, get one game 40% off. So I might try to get uh, Where is it at? 101 at Toys R Us. Good luck with that one. Yeah, I know. I've, right? been, I, I've been on Toys R Us and Black Friday before. That was the most terrible experience. Oh, my God. I could go on and on about how horrible my experience with Black Friday Toys R Us was last year. But I won't. We should get into Sega News. Yes. Sega News. 20th Century Fox trademarks Alien Isolation as their next game. And uh, I guess there was a, a leak from uh, Kutaku mm-hmm. saying that uh, one of the guys already told him before that the whole story, I guess, or the, the premise, it was supposed to be uh, a creative assembly game. The guys who made mm-hmm. uh, Total War games. And it was so that, that that's been rumored already. Like we already knew they were creating an aliens game, and supposedly you play as um what's the lead characters in the first movie? Ripley. Huh? Ripley, right? 
Well, no, he Rip, Ripley. Rip, what? I don't even know. Her daughter. Yeah, her daughter. You play as her daughter. There you go. Mm-hmm. I guess she's mentioned in one of the special extended DVDs or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just by like slightly on the TV. But, but apparently she dies in one of the films. According in to the, the sequel. Yeah, they say that she died while she was uh, frozen or something. Like, like you know, time passes. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's going to be about her surviving an alien onslaught or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe she com- comes out of the freezer and uh, fights the alien and then crawls back in and then dies. And then dies so we could get that reference in the movie. Yeah, but uh, it, it, I mean, people are saying it, it, they're saying it's going to be like a it's going to be influenced by Bioshock and uh, Dishonored. But I, I mean, I, I would like to see it before I uh, judge it because when they were sponsoring Colonial Marines, they were saying it was going to be better than Dead Space Three and it was going to be scarier. Yeah, and that game turned out to be a pile of shit. <laughs> well, at least we have a good developer behind it. I mean, we've we've talked about it before, but Vikings a pretty fun game and. Regardless of its flaws, it's not it's not a finished game, but it's a it's it has a lot of potential in it. Right, right. So I mean, when people think the Creative Assembly, they think, oh my God, massive strategy games. How can they make a little a game with a, a little girl? And I believe they said there's only one alien. They said that for the most game, it'll be one alien, but there'll be a bunch of uh, they didn't roll out having other soldiers and human. Okay. I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, you you are really limited on. It's more of a survival horror kind of thing where you're really limited on weapons. Yeah, I think um, it would be cool if it's handled. It's done well, and I I think as as bad as Colonial Marines situation was, I think if you could spin that into a positive, it means they're really going to try hard to yeah. make this one good. I hope Sega's. I mean, they saw the sales that uh, Colonial Marines brought in anyway. Mm-hmm. So I hope they see it and they're like, you know what? If we do good, we could sell. We could really bank on this franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So hope, here's hoping that they release a really good game. Yeah. And speaking of Colonial Marines, um, last I checked on uh, Amazon, you could get that massive collector's edition box for like twenty five bucks. Man, they had it, it on. Be a hundred. Yeah, they had it on set. They had the game on sale on like Steam a while back. I think on uh, Halloween mm-hmm. for uh, four ninety nine digital. Like that's crazy. So they're pretty much already giving it away. Yeah, yeah. The um, it's twenty five dollars free shipping, and you get the game, a power loader figure, all these downloadable things, a bunch of uh, uh, like cool collectibles i mean honestly it's i think it's worth it just for the statue and then yeah. you just put the game on your shelf if you're into <laughs> i might actually get this <laughs> if you're into sega collectibles which they don't release that many in the united states yeah that's pretty damn cheap it's worth checking out i might we can add that to the show notes maybe um and uh let's see you ready to move on to the next piece of news yes yeah happy 25th anniversary to the sega mega drive this is one that kind of it didn't sneak up on us. I knew about it uh, about a few weeks before someone clued me in. I think um, our this... birth- I think our birthday on the fucking on some of our social profiles, I put it the Mega Drive birthday. <laughs> so <Nice. laughs> we're like what twenty five years old in some of the accounts. That's great. Well, it's younger than some of some of us. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But um, yeah, that's celebrating the anniversary of the Japanese release and. I'm pretty sure both you and I were probably not even aware that the Mega Drive was released in Japan when we were 
Yes. That age. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, I I remember, I, I think probably in the late 90s, I became to, began to, to become aware of, like, video games release in other countries, and there's a whole other thing going on. I mean, I remember I'd hear about the Mega Drive, and I was like, damn, I want to get one of those. And then I realized I already had one. So, wait. <laughs> you call it you call it oh it's of course it's mega drive sorry i was like why didn't you call it a sega genesis people are gonna be confused well that's uh, the thing too i noticed a lot of news sites were saying happy 25 years to the genesis and i'm like that's not technically true well yeah the we genesis have to be, is we, 25 yeah it's the mega drive name i i always hated the fact that they changed it because I, I always thought that the sega genesis would have sounded better as the sega mega drive but yeah keep it nice and simple all around yeah, if you were to ask me as a kid, I'd definitely go with Genesis. But looking back now, it's it's one of those situations where it's like, why change it? Yeah, there's no reason to change it. Mega Drive's no And it's it kind of comes off of Master System, and then you have Mega Drive. Yeah. And the uh, the reasoning for the name, I believe they... Do you remember the president? He talked about the naming of the, the Mega Drive. I have no... I have no... I, I don't even think I remember that. I believe Drive was named after the driver that was in it. Really? Yeah. Huh. So why did we change it in America? Was it copyrights, I'm assuming? I think it was a copyright reason. Um, I'm not too sure, so I don't want to say for sure. But um, I always thought that Genesis meant that it was like their first console in the U.S., but then I realized the Master System did get a release. It just didn't sell well. Yeah, I know. So, so they ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Because I, I was like, oh, Sega Genesis, it's like, and I actually thought the next one would be named after the next book of the Bible. But, uh, <laughs> Which is the next have. book after the Genesis? I, I, I am not religious, so I wouldn't know, but Genesis 2? Genesis, uh, yeah, probably the sequel. <laughs> Genesis 2. They did the sequel in the Bible, right? It was like the Harry Potter books. So out of, um, out of the 25 years of Sega, uh, Sega Mega Drive, uh, which one would you say is your favorite Sega Mega Drive game? Like... That probably like you say if you had to like say here play the Mega Drive, and you gave a controller to somebody and they gave them one game to play, mm. which one would it be? I'd probably have to go with Sonic Two. That's a really good one. However, like, like Sonic One, since it was the first one I ever owned, I think that's a really good one to get into. Though this isn't a game I'd I'd have a, as an introductory one, but I love uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Hyperstone Heist. It was but, my one of my favorite games as a kid. But people, we're gonna have this. We're gonna have a debate. Uh, I, I I was pretty f- bummed out on Hyperstone Heist because mm-hmm. I played uh, before. I played uh, Lost in Time, and I always thought that yeah. one was better. But yeah, well, that's the thing. I never played that one, so I was, oh, you love it. You love it, dude. <laughs> I know. I need. I've I've played it since on an emulator, and it is a really cool game. It's different though. There are things in the Hyperstone Heist that I think are done better. It's um, one of those like, uh, I guess now when people like do comparisons of games, they'll they'll be all like, check it, this one has a little more shadowing, and everybody's like, oh fuck you, PS3, you suck. Yeah. But like back then, they were so radically different. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those were one of those games. I then, always felt speaking of uh, sorry, speaking of Super NES compared to the Gen- the Genesis Mega Drive, I always felt like the the NES was softer in its sound, and I didn't like that. Does that make sense? Like, I remember softer. I'd always hear, like, violins and things when I'd hear music for them. It would be very, 
very kind of soft Nintendo-y music. Nothing, nothing really rocking. See, this is the problem, though. Everybody always talks about sound, especially on the 16-bit things. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst one like uh, to talk about sound because, like, when I hear, like, a, a game, like, I people are all like, yeah, the emulation's off. The sound doesn't sound good. And I'm like, really? I never noticed. Like, I always never notice sound. <laughs> like, even little differences. People are all like, yeah, it fucking bothers me. I can't play it. Like when yeah, Sega well, just like uh, re-releases, and I'm like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible yeah, well, at sound. I I only found out recently that the Master System sounds a lot better in Japan than it does in America. So it it almost turned me off from buying a Master System in America. It's uh, if you ever if you ever listen to the sound comparisons, it's pretty shocking. How but, uh, how shocking? Like I, I want to, I'm thinking of a importing one now that we're talking about it. Like, um, it's like the difference between playing a Genesis, like a, a legit Model One, compared to playing a game on some cheap, uh, recently released third-party uh, little console where it sounds really tinny. Talking about uh, oh, is he gone? Sorry. But um, and, and anyway, going back to the Mega Drive, though, I was gonna say uh, I did look it up and. The Mega Drive name was tra- trademarked in the United States, and so they had to replace it. That's a shame. The trademark was held by a company known as Mega Drive Systems, who specialized in creating storage devices for home computers. Hopefully they're out of business. We should find one on eBay and give one away. Say it's an official Mega Drive system inbox. <laughs> <laughs> that would work. I was Rare just... American Mega Drive. I was to say that they're releasing this thing this December. I was looking into. They were showing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, it's uh, one of those units where you could play uh, like different console games. I think this one's called the Retro N5. It's like a new model of it, and this mm-hmm. one lets you play Super Nintendo, NES, Genesis, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, I guess, and a few other ones. And it's a and you could put the uh, Genesis. Adapter, the one that lets you play Mega uh, Master System game, games, mm-hmm. it's compatible with it. And I was like, ah, it kind of makes me angry. I wish it was just like all Sega consoles, but because yeah, they, yeah. they always focus on Nintendo stuff, and it, it kind of makes me always, mad. It's always carts too. I'm waiting for a company to come in and be like, all right, it plays Dreamcast, Saturn, PlayStation, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, disc actually... drives are more expensive, I'm sure. But I'd I'd be willing to pay a little extra if they were like to combine a Dreamcast and a Saturn into one console. But how how more how much more expensive can it be? I mean, like I, I'm looking online and I could buy right now a Blu-ray b- burner for like sixty dollars. Like probably they... not that much then. Yeah, I don't think it would be that much. I just think uh, they're they probably have to get the license from Sony. And I don't know if Sony licenses that kind of stuff. Oh, that's true. That would be difficult. If anything, uh, Sega would be the only one licensing out. They should just do a Mega Sega console where you play every Sega console in one unit. I tell you, I, I still wish the Saturn cartridge slot played uh, Genesis games. Honestly, I'm surprised Sega hasn't thought about like you know releasing their own like uh, console. Like you know, how all these little companies do these these like uh, EA mm-hmm. re-releases with digital games. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Sega hasn't really just said, you know what, let's release a box. Where it'll be able to run like up to Dreamcast quality games, and you can just buy all your Sega games on it, and it's kind of like a Sega console, but it's super cheap. Like that would be cool. Another thing they could do is with the Steam Box coming out, they could partner um, 
with a uh, uh, hardware manufacturer and oversee the production of a Sega Steam box. Yeah, that, that like the um, laptops they released in Japan. They were pretty expensive, but besides that, yeah, they looked nice. Yeah, but just that same kind of idea where they'd say this this is the hardware we think would best suit the games we release, and then uh, put we a were... Sega logo on it. People would go crazy. I think. I think what we really want is just a Sega console. <laughs> I know. I, I hate to admit it. I, I talk shit about people who constantly want one, but secretly. Secretly, secretly I do. Um, secretly, you go in your room and you're like, you you you, you get your uh, Wii U and you just put a Sega sticker on it and you're like, much pretty better. Much, pretty much. Um, here, let, let's move on to the next bit of news. It's, it's Mega Drive related. The Sega 3D Classics for the Nintendo 3DS have been priced and dated. I know a lot of people have been complaining about Sega uh, not talking about these. Um, but finally, on my birthday, November 28th, on Thanksgiving Day, uh, 3D Space Harrier and 3D Super Hang-On will be the first two releasing on the Nintendo 3DS. Woo! Congratulations Yay. to uh, those games, I guess. Uh, which one are you looking forward to? Those two. Those are the only two I oh. was looking forward to. Okay. Um, in the following weeks, they're releasing Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast, Echo the Dolphin, 3D Galaxy Force 2, Shinobi 3, and Streets of Rage. And those are all good games, definitely, but I think there's something special with Space Harrier and Super Hang-On just because of the perspective that they have that could really work well in 3D. That's true, but you you got to admit, though, that Shinobi 3, that, that was a pretty good game. That would be pretty good. I might get that too. That's probably one of the games if I had to like show somebody a game for the Mega Drive, it'd probably be that one. Uh, Vector Man, uh, Comic yeah. Zone. Yeah, yeah. Or Gunstar Heroes. Oh yeah, Gunstar Heroes is great. Yeah. See, but Sonic the Hedgehog two is a. I think I think if you want to go with the most popular ones, when I was a kid, that impressed the shit out of me. It'd be mm-hmm. Sonic 2 and Streets of Rage 2. Mm-hmm. Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 2. Streets of Rage 2, the music alone. That was like that was pretty crazy. The first stage is so good, the music for that. Yeah. <laughs> I still I still have it on my iPod. Um, you listen to it? Yeah, I do sometimes. <laughs> uh, the, the, the thing, though, with these uh, 3D titles is I, I do think the price is a little high. Five ninety nine each, especially when you get to Sonic the Hedgehog, which is out on the uh, iOS App Store, the remastered version, the Taxman Stealth developed one for one ninety nine. And sure, you're playing it in three D, and it does have the spin dash, but the uh, the Taxman one that's that runs at solid, uh, I believe, sixty frames per second, widescreen. It's got all these bonuses. Over ten eighty p support. It's like yeah. You can yeah. stream it. Yeah, and it's so. it, it's kind of hard to uh, like uh, it's like they I, I don't know what Sega's thinking like they have these two Sonic one in like ports in production. Yeah, but they don't combine those efforts together. Yeah, it's I I wish they would just release the Taxman Stealth one on uh, the 3DS, but I guess the uh, Sega of Japan does their own thing. This was for the Mega Drive's 25th anniversary, these uh, six, the six uh, Mega Drive titles. So the, the one I'm interested in seeing is Echo the Dolphin, because 
I feel like that game's a lot better with its Sega CD soundtrack. I don't right. really know that game as a Genesis game. I've always known it as a Sega CD title. So, so when is the Sega CD going to have its 25th anniversary? Is what you're saying? I have to look that up too. I think uh, uh, Sega would. Uh, I think Sega doesn't want anybody to really talk about that 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 part of their history. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, uh, the Sega Nomad. I don't even know what day it was released. I've I've looked and looked. It's. Uh, it's a well-kept secret. All I know it was it was October, I believe, nineteen ninety-three. That's no nineteen ninety-five, maybe. See, even I don't know, but it was in October, and they don't have a specific date. That's weird. Isn't that weird? It's one of the few uh, pieces of Sega hardware where there is no specific date stated. October nineteen ninety-five. Huh. That's that's kind of strange. It just kind of released. <laughs> it just can't kind of came out and then like the same month went in the bargain bin or something yeah pretty much so i i think that's definitely an investigative report that i need to get on you should start doing a documentary on it hell it's in my name i should know these things uh let's see should we move on to some good news what good news yeah, Sega, Sega Sammy. Se- no, Sega doesn't have any good news. You mean no, no, less no. depressing news, right? Less depressing news. Yes, Sega Sammy's financial report. The consumer division has beaten expectations and generated profit. Take that, Nintendo. Yeah, well, Boom. Nintendo makes profit too, don't they? I know they do. <laughs> well, they, 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 they're not doing well. They're not doing just, the, the greatest. But just uh, give me what I. You know, I, ha- I don't have much, so... Sega's going to buy that. Nintendo, and they're going to take over yeah. the hardware division. Yeah, the Wii U is going to get rebranded as the Dreamcast, too. That's that what you wanted? That's yeah, wanted. the gamepad's going to be called the Big VMU. The, the Big VMU. They're like, take it with you to school and transfer files with your friends. Who gives a shit? You have a Big VMU in your pocket. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, they uh, apparently their consumer division uh, beat profit. Like they, this is like one of the rare times where they make money back, because mm-hmm. uh, Sega Sega has been making money, but because of their uh, gambling, what is it called, Pinchico slots or whatever they're called? Yeah, the the gambling machines and mm-hmm. their uh, amusement division where it's like arcades and stuff. But this time Sega's actual like mobile games and. Uh, PC games and console games have made profit. Uh, they said that the in the last six months, their biggest title was uh, Total War Rome 2, wow. which uh, gen- uh, did over 800,000 units in under a month. Mm-hmm. Since it came, that one came out on September not 5th, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it uh, the financial thing, it, it ended on the end of the September. So it literally had less than a month on sale. And it almost oh, that's hit a impressive. million. Yeah, it almost hit a million units. Now, is that in total? Does that include digital and uh, physical? They didn't say it on the on the thing I read, but I'm assuming so. Yeah, I think it means all of it. That's mm-hmm. pretty, still pretty impressive, spe- especially considering the fact that a lot of people talked a lot of shit on that game because apparently, How, is it bad or is it just not? I, I apparently I don't it was. Understand. It's a disappointing compared to Rome One, which was a huge like their biggest like I guess best game people consider. So apparently it was glitchy and it didn't work with some, uh, I think, AMD cards. It didn't work well, which is like 30% of the people that play video games okay. on PC. Okay. So I heard they're patching it up, and Sega's really good right now on PC patches. 
Like mm-hmm. r- right now, they're releasing a, like an expansion pack for free it, for people that bought a Company Heroes Two. They're uh-huh. gonna have new maps, new every uh, a bunch of new stuff. They're doing tournaments for it. So Sega's been pretty good, at least on PC, with patching their stuff up. I wish they would take the same note on P- on console games because yeah. yeah, they kind of abandoned those right away. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. That, that's how they're making the money, I guess. So I, I guess buying Creative Assembly was a good idea. <laughs> you you say begrudgingly. Yeah, <laughs> I say I, I was like, just let AM2 make games, man. They'll make their money. Yeah, that's all. I mean, Sega only consists of uh, three employees that make uh, AM2 titles, right? I, I, I wish. <laughs> I do wish the Japanese studios would make a lot more games, but... Uh, Honestly, it's pretty risky, especially where where they were at last year, where they were like mm-hmm. shutting everything down. Well, you know, it's it's not on the news here, but uh, that we wrote down. But um, I do remember we we have uh, Demon Tribe is coming out to the West, which is f- uh, from a Japanese studio from uh, I believe Jet Set Radio's director. I'm looking it up. Oh yeah, Demon Tribe was also on the. It was also on the list. Apparently, they got a, a, a lot of downloads in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it might end up being a forgettable title, but I always like checking out games from uh, developers, known de- Sega developers. Like, uh, I had a lot of fun with Rise of Nightmares. I know a lot of people don't like that because of its Connect uh, association, but it was a really fun arcade Sega title with a lot of ideas that... Uh, you definitely could see were ones that they wanted to implement in uh, House of the Dead titles, but couldn't. I'm looking at. I'm looking. I, I googled it. And I'm looking at the little trailer, teaser trailer for it, and it's like, uh, like a girl in like a weird like bayonetta type suit, and she's opening up her shirt to show you her breast, but like there's a there tattoo. We go. There we go. That's it, right? Day one. Day one. I. I. And she sticks out her tongue. I'm buy. That's it. I gotta buy it. Yeah. Day one. Day one, I got to download it for free. The day one edition. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, that's day one. Um, so it's the director for uh, Jet Set Radio. Mm-hmm. It definitely doesn't look like a Jet Set Radio type game. Nope. But, <laughs> but he's done games that don't even resemble Jet Set Radio before. So That's Who- true. That's what I like about his games. That, like you, you never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. I just wish it was, so. It's a mobile game, though. It's not a Vita or anything like that. Yeah, it's a mobile title, which I know will disappoint some people. But at least I know I'll always have it on on my phone. Everywhere you go. Everywhere I might. I wouldn't mind becoming addicted to do it to a Demon Tribe. So. So uh, you're you're in the board meeting. They're talking about the new Big Big Bang Theory episode. And you're just on your phone playing away. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, let's see, last piece of news, it's also PC-related, um, new DLC for Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed has been discovered on Steam. Um, doesn't Steam get all the nicest things? They do. That's actually another game that gets, I guess, updated on the, on the... Yeah, they've almost given people a quarter, they've, like, expanded the, uh, the racing roster by about a quarter. They have the football manager, the Shogun... Um, they have the TF2 racer where it's like, train, yeah, yeah, Team Fortress Two, and they have uh, General Winters that they had from uh, Company Heroes Two, Company of Heroes. They didn't they have a Rome guy? They had a Rome, I think so, uh, Total War guy, 
And so, you know, some people are speculating that it could be another PC character. However, there was that uh, poll that was held uh, months back, and the winners were Miku, uh, Ryo Hazuki, Segata-san Shiro, Tojam and Earl. I'm trying to think, two others. And um, what's interesting is in the files, there's a bunch of... Uh, uh, or not the files, but what they found on Steam is... Above a certain number they, of votes, they said they'd consider characters to be included. And there were seven characters that went above that, that number. And what's interesting is in the files, there's seven files for... They don't know what they are. Oh, they, man. But the funny thing is, is each of the names are joke names. So there's like Tails Doll, Princess Elise. Oh, um, Princess Elise. I want to play that. So it, it's making me think that they know people are going to dig, and so they're giving them seven dummy names. I would be very surprised if they were to get seven, all seven characters through. I don't think it's going to happen. Especially but, Sega Danshiro, like, Isn't that a copyright? Like, You can't just put the dude's face in the they game. They can't use his face, and they've already put him in the game. He yeah. rides the rocket when you're placing first on the final track. Oh, then I'm, I'm assuming that he, he could be a racer, maybe, since it's free free download. If they don't show his face, maybe if he could wear like a, a ski mask, or maybe they could just show him, but like a car- really cartoon version, like they could be anybody in a karate suit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you don't need to use the guy's face. You could just put an angry Japanese man. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see why he wouldn't be in the game though. That guy seems like a pretty nice guy. Yeah, he's done promotions recently for Rambo Arcade. Yeah, uh, well, not that recent, but yeah, he's has recent enough in the two thousands, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, but other people are saying it's probably Miku, and I believe uh, we've we've heard uh, leaks or, or something like that that it, it is Miku. Um, so we'll have to well, wait and see. I, I could definitely see Miku since they're trying to promote it. Like they even announced the Vita version. I'm assuming the PS3 version did decent enough. I mean, it's not unlike Sega to release a new racer at the time when a new game's coming out. My only concern is that it's just going to be PC only again, and I understand some of the PC exclusives, but at this point, I would love it if the console versions got, like, at least one racer. But it would be awesome if, like, for five bucks, they gave us a pack of all of the PC exclusives. I think that would be really cool. I think it's time for you to get a PC, dude. I know, man. I should have just got one. Steam the... box. Oh, are you interested in it now that it's, like, a one solution kind of thing? Kind of am actually because there's a lot of PC games I wanted to play, but I don't I don't want to get another computer. Supposedly, it also has the power to like I guess stream it from your like other PC, which you don't even have. So hopefully, it's not just that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, they have the Rome Two guy. I'm yeah, looking at the, I'm yeah. looking at the sales page right now. Like, huh? I was I was actually looking if it was on Mac, but apparently not. Sorry. No, in fact, the uh, first All Stars. Racing just came out for Mac, and I really wanted to play it and review it, but it cost, I believe, thirty or forty dollars, which not is kind of—it's it. a joke considering I can get that game in a bargain bin for ten bucks now. And to be fair, I usually like to buy my Sega games new, so I'm not going to buy it from bargain bin. Uh, yeah. So it's and also it's considering like, the fact that uh, Transformed is twenty dollars on uh, Steam right now; it's not even on sale. It's a better game, yeah. <laughs> So, unfortunately, they they did not make a sale, and I don't I don't think they want to give me a review code because 
it's not going to mean a damn thing if I review uh, an overpriced game. <laughs> I review that game. Hey guys, I really recommend you go out and get the Mac version of a game that's been out for three years now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just get a Steam Steam box and we could play a we could play the racing game together. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm gonna consider getting one of those. Hopefully they don't come out and they're like, yeah, check this game out. It plays everything on Super Ultra High, seven thousand dollars. Yeah, I just hope that's not the case. Hopefully they understand. The controller Another... looks okay enough. I mean, like, if you want to play, like, uh, RTS games, I guess, on it. Yeah, yeah. I hope you, Hopefully they let you just put it, like, a, a 360 controller. Like, it. you know what I mean? Just pair it with it? Yeah, just pair it up. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I use a 360 controller. It's wired, but I use that on my PC to play my games. Because cool. it's the easiest thing. I just plug it in and everything works. And I like the way the 360 controller feels. Yeah. See? See? Xbox isn't all that bad. Honestly, honestly, now that I've used the 360 controller a lot more on PC, when I go to play like a, a game on my friend's house and they gave me a PS3 controller, I'm like, oh, fuck this shit. I've never <laughs> become accustomed to the, the PlayStation controllers. It's just it's hard. Something. After after you you got the different controller feel and then you go back, it's it's hard. It is hard. It's weird. I can't play a Sonic game on a PlayStation controller. I just can't. It's impossible for me. I do it on the D-pad, but if it, I have to use the joystick, it's over. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Especially like first-person shooters. No, thank you. But Man, yeah. well, should, should we get on to the main event? Sonic? Sonic? Yeah. Sonic. <laughs> yeah, new games out finally. It's uh, I feel like it's been a dry a dry year. We have uh, had a lot of PC titles. Yes. We had uh, Mickey Castle of Illusion. I'm trying to think what else. Not that many Miku. games came out this year. Miku. Miku came out. Uh, no Dreamcast re-releases. Colonial from... Marines was it this year or last year? That was this year, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, but, uh, yeah, finally one of their big games has come out, Sonic Lost World, for the Wii U and 3DS. It came out a little over a week later in the U.S. compared to Europe and Australia, which is a shame because a lot of people got to play it, form their opinions, reviews came out. So I feel like by the time I actually got to play the game, I already had a very firm idea of what it was going to be like. And unfortunately, a lot of the reviews were, um, should I say negative to middling, middle of the road? So it it was it was weird coming into it because typically when a Sonic game comes out, I don't really have much to go on. Um, like with Generations, I played that day one, so I really didn't have anything to compare to. I hate um, it when I when I read some of the reviews and it was like Sonic tries to be like Mario. But fails, and I'm like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're playing it wrong. Like, I'm pretty sure that's trying to be Mario. No, I mean, obviously they're trying to appeal more towards Nintendo's audience, which makes sense considering it's a platform exclusive. And it's something they've done in the past, especially with uh, Sonic Colors, with the uh, power-ups and things like that. Yes. Um, I, I will say that while the power-ups are in this game, I don't feel like they are as... Uh, forced upon you you can make it through a lot of levels in the wii u version without ever having to use the power-ups and even then you know sometimes i'll forget i even collected a power-up um whereas with the 3ds version you there are stages where you really need to use them and some of them are fun some of them not so much they're a little uh 
not glitchy, but very, very touchy. Like there's a, uh, a lightning bolt one that you connect to other electric things and items nearby, but it has a very small jump. So like if you're, if you're moving towards something and you try to jump to get it, there's a very small window of when you can homing attack onto it. It's, it's hard to explain without actually trying it, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not reviewing the Wii U or the 3DS version, so I can. I can definitely say that it's. It's. Uh, I don't know. It is a mixed bag because it's a game that there's a lot of stages I really like, and there's a lot of stages I don't like. Um, Which one's your dis- your uh, least favorite stage? The there's a stage that goes on for about ten or fifteen minutes. And I love the music, and I love uh, a lot of the, the gimmicks in it, and I like the first half. But then at the second half, it's just going on rails, and uh, given the size of the 3DS's screen and the fact that it only shows so much of the level, it it's, uh, has a short draw. It has a pretty good draw distance, if that's the right term to use, but not so good that when you're on rails, you can switch. Um, I also don't like the entire last... Uh, zone, I kind of felt ripped off because you're playing through and stages are maybe 10 minutes long, which I did enjoy the longer stages on the portable version because if I'm if I'm sitting on the ride to work and have 30 minutes to play, I don't mind playing through a 10-minute level. Um, however, the final zone, it's just the same bosses again. It's just a boss rush. Oh, so they basically pulled the Mega Man where they're like, Beat every boss you beat the whole game in a row. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so when you look at it, you know, you have um, zone one, zone two, zone three, because they don't use acts, they use uh, zones. Um, so you fight the first two bosses combined, and then you fight the second two bosses combined, and the, the third two bosses, and then the final boss. So it's like, why would I ever return to play those? It's just the same as the bosses I played earlier in the game, and there are no. Uh, I don't believe there are any um, red rings to correct, collect. So it's and when when I looked, I haven't gotten to that stage yet in the Wii U version, but I know there's a lot more to it. There's actual platforming and full-on stages and things. So it it really feels like they hit the sixth uh, world in the game, and then they were like, "Dude, we got to get this game done." So they just said, "All right, last world is just boss rush." Um, so that's a shame because. It, it kind of stumbles a little bit halfway through, but then it starts to get good again, and then it ends kind of on a uh, down kind of low, on a, a samey, low kind of note. But overall, I do like uh, the 3DS version a lot more than Sonic Generations 3DS. I feel like there's a lot more content. I um, I, I think that's that's a problem with Sonic Team that they they're really good. Like if I had to judge them as a relationship partner, they'd be like really good at the foreplay and like bringing you to bed. <laughs> Yeah. Performance in the end, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like like generations, it was all like okay and good, you know, when you're going. And mm-hmm. then by the end, it's like the last level was all like glitchy, like the last boss. Oh, right, on the on the console version. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like um, you're th- you're considering yourself like, really? Like why is it always the ending that's always bad in Sonic games? Like, why do you always have to like drop everything in the end? Yeah, that that is a <laughs> that is a good point. It it is it is very similar to uh, generations in that regard. I do think that the ending to Sonic Colors was actually pretty strong. I thought the last boss was fun. 
um, which was kind of rare for those games. Uh, I do like on the 3DS, I think the boss fights are a lot better than the Generations 3DS ones, which were just races through levels you've already played. Like, that was an example right there where it was like they ran out of time, so they didn't develop any uh, interesting bosses. Um, As for the Wii U version, I think it's the best-looking Sonic game I've ever played, the 60 frames per second. I know we've uh, talked on the forums in the past, and I'm like, I don't really see the difference, but I I definitely do see the difference. (laughs) Wow, you've been converted. I have been converted. However, I can still play 30 frames per no, second. No, I can play 30 frames possible. too, but like I noticed it. Like like uh, I was testing a com- uh, computer the other day in class and like it had like a crappy onboard video card mm-hmm. and I was just testing the game on it and I was like 30 frames per second right away. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, it didn't bother me. I'd play it. I don't care, but I always try to aim at least for your computer over 30 because it'll drop when a lot of action happens. It's yeah. not like console where it's locked or it tries to be locked at least. This will sound weird too, but I, I prefer high frame rate when it's like more of a cartoony game, whereas when it's like a realistic kind of one with a lot of drama, I like it when it's a little lower. It gives it kind of a cinematic feel. Oh, I mean, we I have know. a lot of people complaining on this one, on this opinion. That's just me. Yes. But, um, <laughs> so, so you like the 60 frames per second? Yeah, yeah, and I think the graphics, I know a lot of people said they looked like, uh, they looked a little kiddy and simple, but... When you start playing, there there are some pretty nice textures to them. It's not just flat colors. Um, the bosses look really cool. Uh, the enemies do. Um, this they have this kind of weird metallic kind of uh, you know when like people pimp out their car and they've got like the sparkly kind of paint to them. Uh, I forget. I think it's called like I don't know what it's called. I like forgot. Glitter. I used to know. I used to know because I used to play those stupid EA racing games with my brother yeah. when we were younger. Hated yeah. those. But they always like pimp out your ride, bro, and then like they show you the paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the all the little enemies kind of have that going on, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, overall, it uh, I, I think Wii U one. The graphics are great. The music's great. Um, I don't want to give away too much because I'd like at least one person to read the review when it comes out two weeks after the, the game's been actually out in the world. Um, get them hyped. Uh, get them hyped. Gameplay, I, I I like the way Sonic controls in the game. So you like, like the new uh, the new slowdown, I guess, and double triggers. I do, I do. I was I was hesitant because when I think of triggers on controllers, I think of the Xbox, but with the Wii U gamepad. Those triggers, I mean, it's one time when the cheap triggers on that gamepad actually help because you hardly notice pushing down on them. They're so, they don't have any give and there's no, um, uh, you know, it's not like with the Xbox ones where you pull in and there's uh, more resistance the closer you get. It's just a button, click, you push it in. So it's it's really easy to hold them down. It's it's not like uh, you're... you're your fingers aren't going to hurt after playing the game at all. Um, so you approve of the new scheme? I do. I like it. It's it's a lot easier to move around on the screen. I wish he was a little faster, but then again, this is because I'm coming off of Sonic Generations where he was boosting like crazy. Yeah, that game's um, crazy fast. And I, I, this might be uh, an unpopular opinion, but I'm glad it wasn't uh, a sequel to Generations. As much as I like Sonic Generations, I feel like it, they went, they played it safe. They basically did everything that has worked in the series 
which uh, did make for a good game. But if you were to make a sequel to Sonic Generations with those same controls and the same movesets, I think it would just feel like more of the same. It really wouldn't offer anything new to the series. And I think in Generations, the nostalgia really helped. Uh, and I think it was nostalgia done right. Now, you can't keep... It's not like the Mario series where you, you just keep living off of the nostalgia, like, oh my god, look, it's the Mushroom Kingdom again. <laughs> oh, uh, hell yeah, I, think, I haven't played I this since the last for one. Sonic. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't think that sort of thing works for Sonic. I, I, I don't know why it doesn't work. Unfortunately, because uh, it would be great if it did. Because then they could just. Uh, but uh, I, I, I think it will work to an extent. But sadly, I think there's like, there's this thing about the Sonic fans like. They're like very separated. Like there's some people where they're like, Sonic 06 was the best Sonic game, and you're like, are you? fucking retarded like <laughs> like what the hell's going on like you can never please the sonic fan base no matter what some of them want a, a super obscure characters that were only like in one panel in an archie comic and yeah. other people they they want like they want to shadow the hedgehog fucking dark sonic game yeah and i know i know that's uh deemed a negative but i think it's a, a sign of a large fan base which i think is a good thing you you see that same thing with star trek and star wars uh yeah you do and then i think it's also it's also a testament that sonic team is usually always trying to rewrite the the rules of sonic like on, they're not the best developers in the world i guess they do mm-hmm. make a lot of duds but they at least try you mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. it seems like uh, Mario is always playing it safe, but they always give the fans what they really want because they don't really change the formula that much. Right. But when right. they do, they usually do it pretty well. Like, I was playing the new Mario and Luigi game. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the same stuff as the the ones they kind of sold on the, the Game Boy Advance. But, mm-hmm. but it works. Like, they have good writing. It works really well as an RPG game. Com- way better than the Sonic game they did. Right, the RPG right. RPG one. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, as for the story and the new characters, I th- I like it when they take this more simple direction. I know a lot of people are like, "Well, they should explain where he is and why they're there." But I'm like, that's that's what hurt the series in the in the past, where they're like talking for ten minutes about Elise and what the hell. I I don't even know Mephilis, all these crazy things. I felt like I was watching a Final Fantasy cutscene. Um, yes, uh, Sonic 06 had some of the worst cutscenes I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, and I, I mean they look know, nice, but when when they when in Sonic Lost World, you know, they travel to this this place where everything's hexagons and it's called Lost Hex, and that's about the extent of the explanation. That's all I, I don't know. I don't really see what's so bad about that, considering in Sonic and Knuckles they said Sonic went to the floating island. What is the floating island? It's where Knuckles lives. Oh, why does it float? There's a giant emerald. Like that was the extent. You get you look at uh, uh, Sonic CD where they said there's a there's a little floating time travel planet that's above a lake. Why is it there? Well, it only appears once a year, and that's about it. So um, I think if you over-explain things, you kind of ruin the the allure of it. Like uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars is a great example. Like they try to go way more into detail with like the Senates and all this other shit, mm-hmm. but. All you really need to do is give them a hero who wants to do something. Just make it simple as possible. Like the old ones weren't anything complicated. Yeah, and you know, and it's it's. Uh, I think that using that Star Wars analogy, it's best when they when they show you things, but they don't overly explain it. You know, if, yes. if you were to be dropped in 
if you were to be dropped into the, a day in the life of George, it's not like you'd be like, this is my car that I drive. Uh, I bought it at this date and I'm eating this food. You know, you don't overly explain yourself. You and I'm, t- I'm talking it. about the nutritional value of everything. Exactly. <laughs> so when people are complaining about why, why isn't Eggman explaining why these six characters exist? You know, it's like, well, because he knows why they exist. I don't think the game needs to sit there and explain it to you. All you need to know is these six characters are the ones you battle and they're bad. Um, and, it's a game. Uh, it's a honestly, it's a game made for uh, for kids. kids. It's not made. To, it's not a fucking. It's not like even not even Gears of War explains everything. Like, come on, guy, man, just relax. And you know, at 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 best, it's it's a game made for kids and all ages. People who have been with the series for a long time, because the the strongest point is not the story. It's the character interaction. There's some of the best cutscenes I've seen in the uh, Sonic series in this game just because it's so fun to see uh, oh. you know these characters interacting because spoiler alert Eggman's not the villain for most of the game so I, I think we've known that since the game was like leaked I guess yeah <laughs> so it's it's funny to see him just like casually talking to Sonic it actually reminds me of Adventures of the Sonic the Hedgehog where they would just share a scene and talk to each other and it's not like oh my god you know, like Sonic 06, where it's like Eggman's going to shoot Sonic in the forehead, you know, with a pistol or something like that. It's just they hate each other, but it's not like they're they're. It's a life or death situation whenever they're together. Um, True. So I think uh, I think one of the oh one of the things that I was going to ask you about one of the ratings when the game was rated was a uh, dark humor. I guess uh, right. was a uh, I guess some uh people considered it to be a little uh abusive comments coming from some of the characters i'm assuming those came from the sinister six yeah yeah the deadly six they or were deadly, sinister yeah, six i'm thinking of, i'm thinking spider-man. of spider-man yeah is this spider-man game we're talking about yeah it could be well he's got the parkour moves like spider-man does he climbs up walls so i'm um, assuming that shadow kills killed sonic the hedgehog took over his body and it's Pretty superior much. Sonic for watching. Okay. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it's just it's it's silly insults from the bad guys. Nothing, nothing crazy. Okay, so it um, was overboard. Some of the people took it. Yeah, there's there's one scene where. I think Sonic pretty much implies that he wants to kick this guy in the balls, which is kind of funny. I don't. I have no. I have no nothing against that. I mean, even movies now, like the Pixar movies. Yeah, like um, which was that? Like they had like a like a was it a gay character in, in Toy Story three or was oh no it was like a stereotypical Mexican gay character it was pretty racist but like, <laughs> same thing right <laughs> yeah so I'm like whatever dude it's all good I mean I, I'll accept it <laughs> well cars they were all stereotypes there was like the Italian car and the uh... not 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 to do with this but I actually saw Monsters University and uh, that was a good movie I'll have to check that out do it and I also saw the Wolverine but. You liked the movie. I just, uh, it was uh, it was good. I like the Wolverine. Too. I just didn't like. The, I I just didn't like some of the characters <laughs> didn't fit in. But the lizard lady, I didn't like her. Well, I think that wraps up what I have to say about Sonic Lost World. I don't want to. I don't want to review the title here. Yeah. But, okay. Um, we 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 I, know we know everything we need to know about it. I think I have a couple more questions, but I guess I'll ask you right now. You can ask them. Yeah. Um. When I was watching some of the gameplay footage, they would be like Act 1. It would be like a regular Sonic level. Then it would be like Act 2 and you're a snowball. Yeah, that's that's one thing. They, um, I, I read 
in one of the message boards, I forgot where, someone was talking about how Sonic Team's afraid to just commit fully to one idea. They're always like, oh, people might get bored of Sonic. Let's throw in a stage where it's different. And they're still doing that here. I feel in Sonic Colors, they did it a lot more, um, where you'd have seven acts and probably only three of them really felt like Sonic stages. The rest were like puzzles. Um, at least here, you know, you'd, you'd get a, an area and... Zone one would be a sonic stage, mostly in 2D. Zone, or just mostly in 3D. Zone two would be a gimmick, and then zone three would be mostly a 2D stage. Uh, it's not as bad here. There's the snowball one, like you mentioned. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. That's the only one that really stands out. So it is kind of weird. Uh, it's kind of like you're playing Billy Hatcher. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't they just like um, I'm assuming the whole idea is like okay it's a Sonic game people complain that we had too many Sonic characters before and changed the gameplay let's just change the gameplay between levels and they won't complain yeah yeah and it's un- I guess it's kind of unfortunate because then it's like oh I could have been playing a Sonic stage here but instead I'm, I'm a rolling ball um, it's like Sonic inside of a snowball which is it's never explained he never comments on it and I think you even finish the stage in the snowball you never see Sonic which is kind of strange but um, it's not a bad stage it's pretty short um, and it leads to a boss fight so uh, yeah it, it was a weird decision but it wasn't like I didn't hate playing it so that's I guess a positive it's it's enjoyable but it's not something I'd want, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like the, um, what am I trying to think of? It's kind of like the uh, Sonic Adventure 2 treasure hunting stages where they were a lot better. And there was like, you were controlling Knuckles and he was gliding and doing all the stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, well, I've got some Sonic gameplay going on, but then it's like collect emeralds. and So it's one of those things where it's it's not great, but it's not horrible. Uh, any it's, ca- it's okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna name characters and tell me they're in the game. Shadow. Okay. No. Uh, Silver. Nope. Blaze. Nope. Tails. Yes. Yes. Knuckles. Yes. Um, I think that's about it. <laughs> Amy. Yeah, she's in the cutscenes. Ah, uh, so you play anybody besides Sonic? Nope. You just play as Sonic. Okay. Anything? Any character that was in there? Any 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 character that was in there that uh, you were like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Um, there were some enemies that I was surprised that they used. They used some Sonic CD characters that was uh, kind of cool. Uh, villain or uh, Badniks, and um, they did some weird things with uh, one of Eggman's uh, lackeys, one of his uh, assistants, which I thought was kind of funny. They did some uh, kit bashing and and put his put a character's head on the uh, on a giant robotic crab, which was kind of funny. Um, and something weird happens to Tails, which I won't give away. But yeah, it was pretty weird. <laughs> he gets ro- he turns into RoboCop basically. Oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds interesting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> So now people have some fan art to draw. They can do Metal Sonic and RoboCop Tales. Oh, so. there you go. New fan art and probably erotic art, erotic literature too later. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'd say it's far from the negative reviews in my opinion. Um, I, I, I think I think as uh, 
you being a Sonic fan, I mean, I think you're used to negative reviews. That's true. I mean, we've said this before with with uh, with Mario. They're kind of it's boring being a Mario fan because you know you're going to get a good game with Sonic. You know, it's always a surprise. So <laughs> you're you're lucky to get a good game. You appreciate it. So with this one, it's it's not it's not an A plus title. So spoiler alert: I'm not going to give it an A plus, but it's it's far far from uh, the negative reviews I've been reading. Yeah. So, what do you? Uh... Oh, you can't give it a rating, huh? Well, you have to rate for the review. That was, that was my next thing. What's your? Yeah, I'll score? rate it for the. I mean, I haven't finished the game yet. Right now, uh, I'm on. Uh, let's let's say I'm in the B's right now. Okay. But I haven't finished it. So once I finish it, then I'll give it a, a proper score. But uh, I'm not. I'm not uh, sad that I. I'm. I got it. I'm really enjoying it. And, uh, yeah. So, review to come. And uh, it would be on the site? Yeah. I'll, I'll post it on the site, I think. <laughs> I'll post it on my blog that no one reads anymore. So, yeah. Oh. So, um, I'm looking at maybe next week to have that. How up. about... Uh... I guess we could just. Uh, this is the end of the show, I assume, right? So I could plug stuff in. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, we have a face. We have Facebook. Number and, one, uh, every single social network. I'm just saying. Which one are we on? Number one. All of them. Oh well, then there you go. That's what was said for Twitter. It's Sonic Retro has a shitload of fucking people. Yeah, but that's Sonic. I'm talking about general Sega news. Oh, okay. And I guess. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to say it yet, but we we have something planned next year. We're working with a uh, video game convention. Something's gonna happen, so stay tuned for that. I don't even. Oh yeah, I actually do know what that is about. I was all shocked. I was like, "Tell me, man! I'm gonna turn this well, fucking recording device off right well, I gotta, now." I got I'm not gonna say too much until they're like confirmed. But uh, well, yeah. I actually read your. I was snooping on your guys' emails on the, and it looks like it's almost confirmed. Is you have to like write something out, don't you? Yeah, it's just I'm just at that point now where I'm waiting for them to reply back and say, "Got your email." I'm almost, I'm almost going to send one out saying, "Did you get my email?" Because I don't want it to get stuck in the spam fil- folder. So, uh, and uh, oh, my life with Sega uh, starts season two on uh, our YouTube channel, which is a pretty damn good web show that I think is very underrated and everybody should watch it right now. Mm-hmm. Stop listening to this. I yeah. had, uh, we're doing Fantasy Zone week or month i'm not sure yet yeah that's coming up uh, i believe in december we'll be doing uh monday memories on it we'll be doing a tuesday tunes uh a weekly wednesday five winners. yeah yeah and uh wednesday, thirsty thursdays thursday thursdays uh saturday sequel yeah. and uh sunday roundtable thing we do like the roundtable on sundays Man. so you have that to look forward to yeah see there's content sometimes <laughs> And, and then Santa's on his way. Santa's coming to bring us Fantasy Star Online too. I hope. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. This is a, a new podcast, and uh, we ho- hopefully will have a, another one next week. That's I'm, we're planning it out, and hopefully everything falls into place. Hopefully, it should go very good. I've learned never to make promises anymore until something happens. <laughs> exactly. The, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's very hard, especially with scheduling and our scheduling. Yeah.
So, goodbye. Bye.